Okay, here we go. The Pen and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Pen and Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. Welcome to the Pen and Mikey Show. Or, as it's known south of the border, the Planet Miguelito Show. <laughs> Wait, was there no clip? There was no clip. Don't you worry about wow. that. I got Hold the on. clip in my gun. Okay, here we go. The Pen and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Pen Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. <laughs> You're a hero. A hero can get away with anything. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that was worth a redo. <laughs> that was just we went through all of that for that. That was for you, Mike. <laughs> I co- Why? You know? Because you're my hero, Mike. Oh, that's like someone going in the bathroom and you, you say, you hand them toilet paper and they're going in and you say, <laughs> There's someone already in there. I might need this, though. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, ben Kitchen. Hi. He's got his brute squad Andre the Giant shirt on, which yeah. is so like childish and gay. He looks ruggedly handsome to me. Thanks, Bill. Sure. Not you. The, 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 oh, Andre? Andre the Giant. Well, I think he looks ruggedly handsome in that shirt. No, but, thanks, Bill. Yeah. Bill Smith, who's the epitome of rugged handsomeness. Yep. The epi- or handsomeality. The epitome. Epitome. Yep. I think you mispronounced that. Yeah, irregardless. No, so. I don't think so. Uh, I'm Mike Adams, and that's my problem. Don't you forget it. We have a podcast. It's called the uh, something or other or something, and it's tremendous. We've won already numerous awards from numerous people in the podcast industry. I mean, we're constantly getting emails and texts from people saying, that might just be the greatest podcast I've ever heard, and I've heard them all over the world. You know, I think we have people that want to tell us jokes and leave them on the speak pipe. Oh, do they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just why you have one? The speakpipe.com slash Planet Mikey Podcast. It's free. You can go there right now and just, but you have to, it's you have to a, speak into like it. Like a funny joke, though, wouldn't you think? Yeah, well, it doesn't have to be funny because we can not use it if it's not funny. That's but you right. can try. If it's used, then you know it's funny. So it's speakpipe.com. I have a funny joke. Slash Planet Mikey Podcast. Do it today. I have a really, really funny joke. Well, it's, I have a funny It's good. It's biblical. You mm-hmm. ready? Yeah, go ahead. 2,000 years ago, right? Yeah, Jerusalem. Long time. Jesus is there. There's a crowd of people, and they're they're stoning this prostitute. There's a whole bunch of people. They're throwing rocks. That's what they used to do back then. Mm-hmm. So they're throwing rocks at this prostitute, and Jesus stands up and he he says, "Let he who is without sin cast the first stone." So a couple of people walk away and drop the rocks, and one lady runs up, th- throws this big rock right at the prostitute, hits her right in the head. This lady, it's like she comes out of nowhere, bang, right in the head, and Jesus says. My mother, she embarrasses me sometimes. Okay. <laughs> but did you see how it ties into Jesus? Sort of, yeah. No, you wouldn't. You know, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Explain it to Ben, will you? Please. Don't worry. Uh, uh, he, he does know a couple Yiddish words, though. Like, schwitzen. Schwitzen, yeah. Like that song, Schwitzen the Night Away, Schwitzen nah. One of my Schwitzen favorites nah. is Schmagegi is good. Everybody learning play, I'm Schwitzen nah. Schwitzen nah. Schwitzen like a chaser tonight. Ah, thank you. <laughs> uh, we are brought to you by Pro Automotive. Uh, in fact, I got to tell you something. 
I have a question. We got to try. Maybe we should try to call Jason Russo. Do it right now. The owner, operator, uh, founder of Pro Automotive in Webster and Dudley, Massachusetts, because he's the he's the really the only qualified true master mechanic that I know these days. It was terrifying how loud that was. I know. <laughs> scared me. He, uh, he, he, he put in the super loud ring on his phone because he might be in a meeting. But if he's not, then I want to ask him about this situation. He's my... probably not going to answer that phone is waiting for your number to ring. Oh, you know, uh, that's Thanks, Mike. Good oh, Okay. That's right, because he's going to think you're some customer wants to have his muffler changed tonight at 7.30. Jeez, that's right. So what do I do? Let him know. Text him Bill's number. Say, say this text, guy's calling text you. Text Jason, Pro Automotive. Oh, my God. You know. What do you want to say? Hey, Jason, uh, we're calling you from a 508 number, so uh, if, you, if you see it, pick it, up. <laughs> pick it up, because we're doing this on the fly. Tell him it's Smitty's number. That's Smitty's number. That's right. <laughs> Thank Done. you, Siri. Okay, good. Hey, Siri, what are you doing after the show tonight? Huh? <laughs> I'd like to call you up and say some things to you. In uh, So we'll give Hindi. him a minute, and then we'll try again. Is that what, is that what we're going to do? I speak Hindi. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll try. Because I have a question for him regarding my, my Grand Marquis. Yeah. It's, it's weird because I did a lift ride, and it said 14 miles, okay? Yeah. So I, I, just for fun, I reset my odometer to zero. Mm-hmm. And then I drove, and, and 14 miles, when it came 14 miles on my odometer, I wasn't anywhere close. I got there, it was 16 and a half miles. So I lost two and a half miles on a 14 mile ride. My car thought it went farther, which means my, I'll, I'll tell you about it when we talk to Now, Jason. do you suppose it's your car or was uh, lift calibrated improperly? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Did you put on some weight this week? Speaking of which, I picked up, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. I picked up this giant fat <laughs> fucking guy. He was a big fat. How, I'm not even going to mention what his what his how, how ethnicity big was. He was, oh. he was huge. Yeah. He was a big fat tub of shit. Would you say 300, 400? Yes. Yeah. He's like, well, oh, he, definitely he a, three. Was yeah. he a Greenlander? He was. A, <laughs> he was a. He was from. I think he was from Taiwan. Yeah. No, I don't know where he's from. Okay. But anyway, he's a big fat tub of shit. So he gets in the car, and it's like a twenty minute ride. I'm bringing him over, like the Framingham. Or I something. like to ask this question: Did the car go uh, to one side when he got in? He started coughing the minute he got in the car. As like it was like, <coughs> like the whole twenty minutes, he was coughing. I said to him, "I finally hit a break in the coughing for about fifteen seconds." I said, "You should have that cough checked." Can you get? Um Diabetes if someone coughs on you? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I think you're okay. You, you sure? Yeah. yeah. He might have this COPD or something. I asked him, though. I said, what's, it? I said, what's up with your cough? He might just be a big, fat fuck. I said, are you sick? Yeah. He said, it, uh, it's from smoking. <laughs> and I thought, I thought he, was, he wasn't that old. He was no. a younger guy. He looked like he was in his early 20s, maybe. You know, it's sad. You see people like that every now and then. They're in those little wheelchairs, not the motorized wheelchairs, oh. and they're wearing oxygen, and they're smoking. <laughs> I just got a text back from... Uh, he says he's probably got another ten or fifteen minutes here. Oh, good. Oh, in his uh, in his uh, meetings, he does. See, when you you know when you're important, when you have meetings and stuff. That's right. No one wants to meet with you ever for any reason if you're unimportant, True. right? True. It's so, always important to schedule meetings at meetings. 
Well, and plus the fact that, honestly, <laughs> sometimes meetings are just superfluous and unnecessary. That's true. And they can also be what I'd like to call redundant and repetitive. In other words, they say the same thing over and over again. <laughs> like they repeat themselves. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this big, fat, giant, you know, all the, and so when he gets out, this big, fat tub of shit... I look back in my beautiful back seat, my pristine back seat of Marky Mark, the black 2008 Grand Marquis. I look back, and the seat, the rear seat on the right, is dislodged a little bit from the back of the seat. Like, his fat ass pushed it away from the... the I had to go back there and pound it with my fist and shove it back in there because he, his fat ass... I did pound it. Oh. And then the same day, I pick up this... <laughs> I pick up this woman... She was from Africa. Hey, she was on. very nice. On the road again. I can't I to get on, on the road again. again. In the cave. You got all these great <coughs> lift stories, and we need so, to have a little theme song. I picked up this woman, and she kept me waiting. I pull up to this apartment complex, and after three, you get five minutes to get into the, finally get them into the car. Mm-hmm. If they're not there, so in four minutes, I, 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 I text. I say, you know, where are you? Oh, it's it, the the car's for my sister. She'll be right out. She has a baby, so uh, so okay. So I what I gotta wait ten minutes because she's finally she comes down with the baby. She gets in the car, puts the car seat in the car. You know, fun. Finally, I'm taking her to her ride. Mm-hmm. I mean, to her place, wherever she's going. And uh, I realize that she smells. She has like wicked bo. Like really bad bo, and I'm thinking I'm I was about to say something like, "Do you ever shower?" She might need Lumi. She Lumi would work for her, yeah, yeah. She, but she'd have to take a bath in it. This woman, she stunk. I'm, I'm th- then I start feeling sorry for the baby. <laughs> so baby's got to deal with that all the time. Yeah. Baby's gonna think that bo smell is normal. Is normal, yeah. yeah. That's right. So then we get to the place, and now it says she adds a stop, which I hate when when riders do that. You're already on the way to this place, and you got some little bo. You want to drop them off quick? Oh. Add a stop. Oh, wait. So now I'm going to take you somewhere, then take you somewhere else with your B.O. <laughs> she was going to drop off the baby somewhere. We were going to pull in this apartment complex. She doesn't know which apartment. She's looking around. You only get five minutes to wait. Did you have the windows down? Yeah, at that point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Four, four minutes. I had a big rag over my face, too, <laughs> that I moistened so I wouldn't have to. So then... She drops off this baby, then she gets back in the car. Okay, now I gotta take her back almost to where she came from. Another 15 minute ride with the BO queen. Oof. I think, don't people understand when you stink that bad, you gotta do something about it because it's, a, it's the bane of your existence. I mean, you're basically polluting the environment. I bet everybody. they don't even know they smell. They become nose blind. Yeah. Now, nose largely blind. people are, you know, they have pretty good hygiene. Yeah. They're normal. They're, I'm picking them up. They're going to doctor's appointments. They're going to school. They're going to work. Uh, they're all very normal, nice people. And 90% of the, 95% of the people I pick up are totally great. But that 5% can kill you. Not if you listen to this <laughs> podcast. It sounds like they all <laughs> suck. That's right. <laughs> but they don't, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it if they, you know, I would, I'd do it as a, as for, for a fun hobby. I can really, I'm telling you too, well, I, I don't mind the, you know, $117 a week either. That's pretty good money. But I uh, I actually enjoy it because I, otherwise I'd be bored at home. You know, I'd be watching uh, Wheel of Fortune. Gunsmoke reruns. By the way, you guys like Gunsmoke? Who never seen like? it. Well, Shut the fuck up. You've never seen Gunsmoke? No. 
ever. Never. For any reason. None. Oh, he's not going to have fun with this contest. Great. How long was that show on the air? 75 years. <laughs> At least. That was a long, long time. What I found was an amazing, and I can't find it now, uh, an amazing list of people, famous people who were on, who had a, a, a guest appearance on Gunsmoke. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to mention these names. You tell me why they're famous. Okay. Okay? John Astin. Adam's family. Correct. Ed Asner. Uh, Mary Tyler Moore. Correct. Gunsmoke was on from 1955 to 1975. Jesus. Wow. 20 years ago. Great show. Uh, Charles Bronson. Oh, Paul Kersey. Oh, Paul, yeah. He's Paul Kersey. Death Yep. You know, all these people were on Gunsmoke as guest stars because it was on so long. We need Paul Kersey today. Gary Busey. Oh, well, he was uh, going absolutely insane in his later years. David Carradine. Uh, Kung Killing Kung. himself during during sex, yeah. weird sex. autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> Robert Culp. Oh, uh, I spy. Yes, ah, with yep. with in the first with black Bill co-star Cosby. was Bill Cosby. Yep. And on that on that last episode, it was so ni- heartwarming when he turned to Robert Culp and gave him a, a pudding pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it was laced. There you go. Betty <laughs> Davis. And then he raped him. Betty Davis. Huh? Her, her oh, eyes. Million movies. She, yeah. Betty Davis. Betty Davis' Thighs was the remake of that song. Uh, Betty Davis, in, in, uh, when she was 58 years old, she was in one of the episodes of Ghost at 58. How about that? Bruce Dern. Oh, man. I like Bruce Jittery, Dern. bad guy in all Always a bad guy. Always a Black Sunday. And, and Bruce Dern. Is that what it was? Always he was guy? in four episodes of Guns. Bruce Dern said he always dies. And I'll bet he, in every yeah. movie he has sure. ever made. Laura so Dern's always, dad. Yeah. Angie Dickinson. Remind me, I got to tell you a Dick Raddatz story after this, but. I know her because Dick Raddatz banged her. Well, stop now. Show some respect. She was that detective. I forgot. She she played an Indian woman in one of the episodes of Gunsmoke. Angie Dickinson. (laughs) Yeah, police woman. Those were the days. James Doohan. Star Trek. Yeah. Richard Dreyfuss. Star Trek. uh, You know, he came to the studio one day. He was. What about Bob? Who did? Uh, um, Scotty. Richard, I mean, uh, jo- Doohan. James Doohan. Do- yeah. And uh, he went to the wrong station. This happened so many times. And he's wandering down the hall, just like David Crosby did. He wandered around. Did he say, beam me up? And, uh, well, I was expecting him to speak with the Scottish accent, and he didn't. He just, you know, he said, I'm here to do an interview with, uh, with somebody. And, uh, <laughs> I don't care who. So we set up this whole thing. We got the sound of him being. Remember me from Star Trek? <laughs> yeah, phased in. He was a good guy, though. Very friendly. He stayed with us. Richard Dreyfus, of course. Uh, uh, Buddy Epson. Uh, the original Tin Man. He, he, he was the original Tin Man. He was yeah. also in Beverly Hillbilly. He danced with Shirley Temple. This guy was in everything. He was a, he was a Barnaby Jones. Yeah, and he was a really good dancer too. Barbara Eden was in it. Oh, she, uh, she was uh, my dream of genie. Sam Elliott. You know who else was on in on Gunsmoke? Harrison Ford. How about that? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm. Let me guess. Nineteen sixty-eight. Uh, it doesn't say. Oh. Mm. Uh, Jodie Foster. Wow, really? Yeah, in 1969 or whatever, she was she was a kid. Yeah, just a kid. There were no taxis back in the Wild West. Alan Hale Jr. I'll just go through the list because you guys are Gilligan's Island. Ron Howard. Yeah. Dennis Hopper, DeForest Kelly, Jack Klugman, Ted Knight. Hello, Mary. Hi, Lou. Diane Ladd, Martin Landau, June Lockhart, Jack Lord. Ricardo Montalban, oh. Harry Morgan, Richard Mulligan, Leslie Nielsen, 
Leonard Nimoy, Nick Nolte, Slim Pickens, Suzanne Plachette, Burt Reynolds. He was in like a bunch of episodes. He played the blacksmith in, uh, in Gunsmoke. William Shatner, Kurt Russell, Aaron Spelling. Yeah, the producer. Mm, I didn't know he acted. He was in, well, he didn't. He was in one episode as like a, uh, an extra. <laughs> Loretta Swit, Harry Dean Stanton, Robert Urich, Robert Vaughn, John Voight, Adam West, and James Whitmore, all on, on Gunsmoke. Wow. Is that awesome? They that's say that's that, quite a roster. They say every actor at some point in their career plays the dead guy. We should ask um, John Fury. That. It's funny. I had a friend who went well, out. He to died Ho- in, in The Sopranos. I had a friend who went out to Hollywood after college, and uh, he's the most excited he ever been. He got his first role on a TV show <laughs> as a dead body under a sheet. There it is. That's not acting. Sent everyone the link and everything. Oh, like, that's it's not like acting. I, it's not you. Yeah, but that's trying to you know, that's holding your breath, so you don't show that you're breathing. You have to hold your breath for sixty seconds. It's not acting though. You know. You gotta hold your breath. I was just telling you the story of what he relating to what he just said. And Why if, are you so upset? Are you being redundant? Not, he's being I'm ridiculous. Not, is I'm not what even he's being. slightly upset. You do. Hey, you guys will know when I get upset. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I mentioned we're brought to you by ProAutomotiveMA.com, mm. yep. the finest mechanics in all of Massachusetts. Mm. We're also brought to you by. Uh, the great folks at My Grandma's Coffee Cake. Yes. MyGrandma.com or 1-800-8-GRANDMA. Now, the ladies that, that book appointments at ProAutomotiveMA.com over in um, Webster, yeah. I had sent them a cake from my grandma's, and it they did. loved it of so much. Of course they did. So you know what I'm going to do again? I'm going to send them another cake <laughs> from my grandma's because they loved it. This time they want to try the blueberry, which you guys have already tried. And Delicious. You very, very, very mm-hmm. much. Also, our good friend Richie, who, uh, you know, when I talk about Giacomo's and Melrose, yes. I ta- I'm talking about the very highest quality, authentic Italian cuisine. Yeah, you know what they make is the best sauce. It's the gravy. Yeah. And you know what else? They, they, their calamari is unbelievable, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know calamari, all the calamaris are Italian? Did you know that? Well, they should be. <laughs> Every single one of them. No the cultural last... appropriation for calamaris. It's a big family. Yeah. Um, so I, I just got one more lift ride I want to add to this. I pick up this guy, and he's, he's, he's in Framingham. So what is he? Brazilian. A Brazilian. Yeah. I pick him up. I say, so where are we going? He goes, I don't speak English. I'm like, oh, okay. It's going to be a nice ride. Oh, that's right. You, it's turn por- the radio Portuguese, up. Right? He doesn't, yeah. yeah. So we're driving, and I turn the radio up a little bit. So And he, he turns his phone up. So he's got, it's like we're battling each other with the sound of the car. He's playing like Brazilian music or something in the backseat. I'm trying to listen to the news and whatever. WBZ traffic on the threes, whatever I'm listening to. And he's so we're, Try, trying to find out if that 40-minute train is coming through downtown Framingham or not. Said, where, where are we going? He goes, uh, Boston. So... Uh, that was the day of the uh, pride, the the uh, gay pride, whatever it's called, parade. Oh yeah. So I'm fighting trap. Once you get into anywhere near anywhere in Boston, there's no there's easy a, way out. Yep. It was brutal. It was unbelievable. I'm thinking to myself, when if they had a straight parade, if they said, <laughs> okay, straight pride, you're proud that you're not queer. We're gonna have a parade to celebrate your straightness. People would probably throw shit at you. That's, <laughs> you know, all the uh, all the LGBTQ plus people would be like, "Oh, bigots! Why? Because I'm straight? Yeah. 
Why? Because I'm in a parade with straight people? What, 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 why? That's what they would hate you. That'd be a hate crime, yeah. Because now you're taking away, you're doing cultural misappropriation of their, of their event. Mm. But, I mean, I'm not saying have it the same day. But I'm saying if you, even if you decide to have it, you know who would come down on you? The Globe. All the news stations, you'd be like in the, you'd be all over the internet as you know a bad person because you're proud that you're straight, which I think is ridiculous. Now, how long did it take you to reach your destination? With that guy in the car? Yeah. Oh, it was a while. And when I dropped him off, I said, "Thank you," <laughs> and he didn't understand what I meant. Anyway, so being a Lyft driver, you know, as glorious as it might seem to the everyday layman, it's not that glorious. Really? No, you have moments where it's just not. Do you wear a, like a shirt and a tie, and you have a little hat? <laughs> I'm not a pizza do you, chef. Do you wear gloves? I should. Yeah. That guy, that fat guy, ruined my seat though. That that really pissed me off. And that, adding insult to injury by coughing uh, on me all the time. It's, it's just unbelievable. All right, so now um, let me tell you about. Uh, hey, you know, maybe you should put one of those shields up, like the like the cabs. No, because then people think you're, you know. Uh, Separatist, you don't want to be oh. involved, you know, you don't want to mingle with the, you know, the street people. All right, I should put a tip jar up there, though. That's not a bad idea. I'm gonna put a tip jar up there. It says, My dog has venereal disease. Can you chip in? <laughs> Let me tell you about my diet. First of all, ease of ease of a diet is the easiest thing. You want you want your food to be accessible, oh, and you don't want to have to work. To, yeah, that's why I'm here to tell you about Factor. Factor, I hardly knew her. <laughs> it's America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, and it can help you fuel up fast with flavorful, nutritious, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. What kind oh, of meals? Up to my table, be better. You'll save time. You'll eat well. And you'll stay on track with reaching your goals. Bingo. You see, Smitty and Ben, with Factor, you can skip the trip to the grocery store. Yeah. You can skip the chopping, prepping, cleaning up, and well, you're still getting the flavor and the nutritional quality you need. See, Factor's fresh. It's never frozen. The meals are ready in just two minutes, kind of like me. Mm-hmm. So all you have to do is heat it. Eat them and enjoy them, and then get back outside and soak up the warm weather. <laughs> uh, also, if you're looking for the calorie-conscious options this summer, try delicious dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with yeah. around or less than 550 calories per serving. Do they have mm. a vegan option? Uh, I don't know that. Yeah. I haven't got there yet. No. But if I do get there, I'll tell you. Factor offers delicious flavor-packed options on the menu each week. Yeah, keto, yeah. calorie smart, yeah. vegan. Yeah, oh yeah, gluten free, vegan plus veggie yeah. and protein plus, all the good stuff. Yeah, and uh, it's all prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. If you're looking to mix it up, you can add protein to select vegan plus veggie meals. This How week. does somebody contact this outfit? Well, I'm gonna tell you right now. Head to factormeals.com. Factor, F-A-C- Factor, yeah, F-A-C, F-A-C, do I have to spell it out yeah, for well, you? Just, yes. F-A-C-T-O-R, meals, M-E-A-L-S, yeah. dot com, D-O-T dot C-O-M. Okay. Slash Mikey50. Why, why Why do you add the Mikey50 addendum to this? You get a deal. You get 50% off your first box. 50%. I remember my first box. <laughs> yeah. That's code Mikey50. 
You never forget factor, your first Mike. Factormeals.com slash Mikey50. You get 50% off your first box. Well, or as they say in Boston, was, your first box. Your first one was like tacos. Ben Kitchen's here. You still doing that show with Dondero? Yes, sir. What time of day on, on Saturday? I don't really know. It's in Rhode Island on, on a 103.7 FM. FM. I used to work for a station called 102.7 FM. Yeah. WNEW FM New York. FM talk you can't ignore. Whoa. That's what it said. Yeah, but they, they ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> they said ah, that. I miss the old I Opie know. and Anthony days. Yeah, they were fun to work with, you know, because you could smoke in their office, the only place in the building. That's just great. Um, should we try? Uh, should we try uh, Jason try one more Jason time? Because otherwise, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. <laughs> Jason's one of the great, most patient people I've ever dealt with on, a, on an autom- automotive basis, um, and he probably, unlike you, Ben, yeah, knows all about gun smoke. Probably, you know. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, that you know that you've never. It was on the air twenty years, and you never even once saw it. Yeah. Is this Jason? It is. It's Mikey Smitty and Ben Kitchen. How are you, pal? Wonderful. How's it going, guys? Good. I don't want to tie you up. I know you're a busy man. You're very busy. Whenever I'm down there, you're always all all over the place. Busy, busy, busy. It's crazy. Can't stop moving. It's unbelievable. I have a, a Marky Mark, my grand Marquee. I'm going to, yeah. to explain this situation to you, and I know, being the master certified mechanic that you are, you're the like mechanic of all mechanics. Oh, my, the mileage doesn't match the like when I'm doing a lift drive, and it says I'm going, I'm going ten miles. It ends up being eleven point one on my odometer, and, and mm-hmm. it's and it's there's something. And then when I go by those little signs on the road that say slow down, speed limit forty, you're going forty eight, and they, they flash at you. Mm-hmm. When I go by one, it says, it says you're going 39. I look at my speedometer. I'm going 46, according to my speedometer. So aren't I getting screwed on the mileage on that situation? And what could cause that, Jason? Uh, there's a lot of factors that can cause that. Um, the, probably the number one being tire size. Um, if the tires have been changed, somebody put different size tires on it. So were they, did they put on tires that were too big or too small that would cause that? In your case, they would be too big. Too big for what you are for what you are experiencing. Yep. Okay. All right. So smaller tires will make it look like you're going faster, and vice versa. Oh, okay. All right. I see. So I got to fix that. Now, how do you how do you fix a problem like that at at Pro Automotive in Webster and Dudley? How would they attack that problem? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how would they get to that and fix that? <laughs> Situation. What's it called? It, it, it would be called looking up where the tire is supposed to be on the car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, it's pretty simple. If you if you open your door and look on the door jam, <laughs> okay, it'll tell you the manufactured recommended tire size. Oh, that's where it is. Okay, is it? But there's no specific computerized, knowledgeable calibration that needs to be done. It can be. It can be. Some vehicles actually allow you to put different size tires on, especially trucks. Uh, oh, you, you know, can go, you can go in and you can. Like tell the computer what size tires you have on it, and it'll yeah. calibrate the speedometer accordingly. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna calibrate. You know, I wrote a song about this. You want it ready? Here's a song I wrote about my tires, calibrating my tires. You ready? <laughs> We're talking to Jason Russo from ProAutomotiveMA.com, and he says, "What you gotta do with your tires is calibrate." Oh yeah! 
It's your calibration. <laughs> hey, mm. here we go. It's your calibration. Calibrate my car. Come on. It's a grand marquee. Calibrate my tires. Come on. It's a calibration. Okay, that's enough. He, I think he's good. Now we got. Uh, I needed nope. that laugh. Now we got a commercial. You can run on the radio. Uh, how's things going down there? How's uh, business at all three of your lo- your, uh, your your locations, Jason? We are busy, busy, busy. I can tell. What's, what's the number one problem? Number one problem? Yeah. God, what 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 isn't a problem? That's what seems to be this month. Wow. You know they do have though down there at the on the the South Main Street location in Webster is lots of parking. They got lots that of parking. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's all set up for people. You know, you don't want to be having people leave the cars on the streets, but we do want people to be in contact with you, Jason. You're a good guy. You have a great business going. All three locations uh, in Webster and Dudley, Massachusetts. The great ProAutomotiveMA.com is where you go and tell uh, tell uh, both uh, Amber and Morgan that I'm sending another uh, cake their way. Okay. <laughs> I, will, I will let them know about that. They'll be very excited. Tell them they should let you have a slice. You are the uh, the boss. I, 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 I tried last time and some magically disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> great talking to you, pal. Take care. You too. Have a great night. That's Jason Bye. Russo, everybody. And he, he calibrate the tires. But you can see where I don't be concerned. If I've driven the car 5,000 miles, it's got me jacked at 5,500. I've lost 500 miles of value on that car. That's crazy. You know, because that's what. Every car's value is based on its mileage. So he says you you should get smaller tires. Yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some little wagon wheels from a you know <laughs> some little ones. Yeah, yeah so the teeny little tires. <laughs> and I'm just drive. rolling around on four donuts. <laughs> and I'm gonna drive really really slow. That's it, Ben. The donuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, did did you guys happen to hear about the? I, I used to uh, live in uh, Burlington, Massachusetts, briefly, yeah. just when I first got married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the Coke factory. Uh, no, at the Burlington, Massachusetts, the, the town, you know. Oh. Yeah. Well, they were in the news recently because Marshall Simon School, which happened to be right next door to where I lived when I lived in Burlington, oh. it's a middle school. Yep. And they had, they attempted to have a, a uh, tr- Pride Day celebration with, you know, rainbow stickers and all kinds of stuff going on. Oh, and, nice. But some of the kids said, you know, I don't like this. My pronoun, they were yelling out, my pronouns are USA, and they ripped down some of the rainbow shit, and they put up a big stink. And now, the ta- some of the townspeople- These are middle school kids? Middle school, yeah. They said, we don't want to do, you know, the kids are saying, basically, we don't like this. The town is saying, well, you know, we need to change uh, our, uh, our inclusion and equity uh, people in the school boards, and we have to fire the, the principal, I mean- Honest to God, it, this Why is. Why would get, you fire the principal? What is it? Because he couldn't control that. He couldn't prevent that from happening. Uh, Why are you having an event um, celebrating sexuality in a fucking middle school? Yes. Well, that's a really, really good question. Oh, but but you then, know, even before, and I'm on their side generally. Yeah. But what the fuck? Like this is this is the type of shit that gives people the ammunition to say ah, they're right. whatever grooming is that? That's the word. Here's, yep. here's the story. Upset parents want answers in action after pride decorations and displays were destroyed at a Massachusetts middle school. <clears throat> Students at Marshall Simons Middle School were asked to wear rainbow clothes to mark a Pride Month Spirit Day. But some organized a protest wearing either red, white, and blue or black. 
In a letter to families, the principal, Carrie Purchase, said that pride posters were torn down, stickers were ripped up, some students chanted, USA are my pronouns. That's just kind of funny. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it makes really. no sense. That's they're they're kind of my funny. letters, maybe. Because anyway. they are middle school students, after all. It was an unruly disruption that was organized ahead of time, said Joanne Frustacci, a member of the Burlington community. Doesn't say which community. Mm. While some parents were upset, others say it was blown out of proportion. Quote, some of the kids threw the stickers on the ground, but I can only speak for my daughter. She just didn't want to wear that to school. It's not that she wanted to hurt anybody's feelings, said a parent, Christine Steiner. Now, they've been obviously discussion on both sides of the issue, but let's face it. Does there need to be a discussion on this, or does there just need to not have an event that commits people one way or the other to a very, I don't know, controversial issue? Oh, ben nailed it. It's this kind of stuff that turns people off. It's just so stupid, too. Yeah. This, too, on the uh, transgender, the, the latest transgender transgender uh, boom. It's just a huge thing now. It's like America's biggest problem. You know, the... Um, most Americans, oh, the, more Americans than before, oppose transgender athletes competing in sports that align with their gender identity and say transitioning genders is morally wrong. According to a Gallup poll, pretty Wait, transitioning genders is morally wrong or transitioning and then trying to compete against y- said yeah, genders wrong? Th- yeah, the survey conducted from May 1 to May 24th via telephone interviews said roughly 1,000 do- adults were interviewed found that 69% of people say that transgender athletes should only be allowed to compete on sports teams that correspond with the sex they were assigned at birth, yeah. which is what everybody thinks. I mean, you would think. So that's, that number has, uh, has gone, it's gone up. It was 62%. Now it's 69%. Uh, it shows that slightly higher share of Americans, 55%, consider changing one's gender to be morally wrong than in 2021. So now it's a morality thing. It's, to me, it's a science thing. You know, you're going to mess with science? You're going to say, well, hey, you know what? Hey, we got a nice mountain over there. Let's take it down and build a, a, a valley. <laughs> you know, why? It just doesn't make any sense to me. <clears throat> and now sports. Did you say sports? <laughs> I thought that was the sports segment. <laughs> Did you see? Uh, hold on, I'll get saliva. Can you make yourself burp? Uh, Sometimes, yeah. I, I really admire that skill. You just have to swallow air. I don't. Yeah, know. well, I know that's what they keep telling me, but I don't know how to do that. Don't don't swallow my snapple, you goof. Do it for us, Ben. I, I can't write the second. Uh, Hold on, just give me a second. I didn't know I was going to be put on the spot for it. Oh, that's that's. Nice. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> did you say burp? <laughs> yeah, my bad. See, that's the biggest burp I can get. That's when I drink some. Although, if you drink soda. Yeah, it always well, CO2, you know, that evil CO2. Okay, the Red Sox. The air. You just yeah. need that air. Force it back out. The Red Sox suck. This just in. This is news? They're boring. That's not news either. You know, you can have a, a 500 team if they're exciting and doing wild stuff and crazy, you know. They got nothing. Chris Sale's out for the year. Oh, he will be. I mean, they say he'll be back in August. Bullshit. I don't believe it. anything that comes out of his camp. He's mm. not okay. Uh <coughs> He's gone. Raphael Devers is hitting home runs, but he's hitting 250. He's got no protection. That's right. And he should always have rubbers because he's popular. <laughs> uh, the rest of the team is a bunch of uh, Jetsum and Jetson and Flum and Flotsam. What is it? Flotsams and Jetsums? Yeah. yeah. What is it? Yeah. I stopped watching the game last night at 4 
tied for, and I don't know who won, but I'm guessing it was the other guys. Yeah, you know, it's just not entertaining, and they're losing. They're losing three to the Colorado well, Rockies. And and it, that's it, who it was. It's yeah. not just that they're boring. They're so bad defensively. It's just hideous to watch them just commit errors to cost themselves games. Yeah. The base running sucks. The basics, all the basics of baseball, taking the extra base, running, keeping your heads up, doing the right thing. They don't do any of that. You know what I noticed? It, they don't it, drive in runs with men on base. It just looked like nobody was having a good time. Right, including see, the viewers. Every time you see their faces, yeah. it, it always look like, eh, when's this going to be over? Oh, so, you got to like uh, Masataka Yoshida. You know whose birthday it is today? Donald Trump. It is. It is Donald Trump's yeah. birthday. And you know who who's else, on, else's birthday it is? On Flag Day, it's Donald Trump. It's Flag also the, 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 the birthday of the United States Army. Today is. Today is. Bingo. It was the, the Transcontinental Army or whatever it was called back when George Washington started it. 248 years ago, I think it was. And uh, so Donald Trump is born on the birthday of Flag Day. Yep. So when they is... first, ad- and that was in 1777 that they adopted the flag. The That's when Trump was born? Yeah. yeah. Looks <laughs> I didn't good. think he was older than Biden. But I know, man. He looks good. Wouldn't though. you run so, with that if you were him? I mean, it's also Che Guevara's birthday. He's oh. dead. Okay. He's a commie. It's also Boy George's birthday. He's a, he's not a boy. And Steffi Graf. She's not a girl. And some celebrity named Gunna. G- Gunna? <laughs> I, I, that's his name. Gunna. How I'm about, guessing Rapper. How about not Gunna? Rapper. <laughs> anyway, his so. His real name is Sergio Giovanni it, Kitchens. Oh. oh his real name is Kitchens? Uh, yeah. You know, in Sweden, he'd be called Cox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Treat this, Williams is dead. I know. I know. We liked him. He's good well, guy. He's, he's dead. Ted Williams is dead. <laughs> yes. Guy Williams, who played Zorro, he's dead. dead. Yeah. Uh, Dick Williams, Hall of Fame manager, former manager of the Red Sox, dead. Mm-hmm. The guy who I'm mentioning here for his birthday, Billy Williams, former Cubs outfielder, is 85. He's not dead. And neither is Vanessa Williams. What about Billy D? Williams. What about him? He's not dead either. No. Nope. Yeah. He was in uh, Brian's song. He was. He played uh, Gail Sayers. And he was in multiple Star Wars. Transgender movies. model Rose Montoya sparked conservative backlash after briefly going topless and jiggling his or her breasts, whichever you prefer. Yeah, you know, at the White House. Come on. At the White House. Yeah, Jesus. Where she, she, he, she met the president and the first lady guy. No class. On Monday, Montoya. This is where this is what I'm saying about this whole thing with the gender shit. This, this is all designed to keep us distracted well, it's and just annoyed. Ridiculous! It's a distraction. Montoya shared a TikTok from Saturday's White House lawn celebration, showing her being greeted by Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden, and posing on a selfie filmed by the president. Mm. And the the queer activist wrote in the in the caption. This is trans joy. We're here at the White House, unapologetically trans, queer, and brown. She is good what? looking, though. He is? Yeah, he is. She is. In one moment, Montoya (laughs) poses topless with two other people and moves her breasts up and down. First of all, they're his breasts. Secondly, what's wrong with that? Like how a bodybuilder can do that? (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Is that what she means? That's just it. Now, this whole topless thing, i got to say this. From the very get-go, I've been in favor of... Free toplessness in this country, mm, sure. Because if men can walk walk around with no shirt on, and they do, mm. even on trains in New York, why can't women? Well, because rules. Why but, is it when you go to places it says no shirt, no shoes, no service, and it never mentions pants? 
Right. So it feels like I can Donald Duck it around every place I want. Wouldn't that Just be Just a shirt and shoes. <laughs> if you no do, pants. You Donald Duck it once, they're going to think you're a quack. Hey. Just put it on my bill. <laughs> yes. Then I'll duck out of here and get down. That's right. Uh, I had a, a lift ride today. I only had one lift ride today because I was filling in some cracks in my, time, in my schedule. I'm a very busy guy. Yeah, I could tell. I pick up a guy at Stop and Shop. Good guy. His name's Eddie. Eddie. I pick him up. He's got groceries. I'm telling him, I said, I hope I have enough room in the, for the groceries in this trunk. He goes, well, these Grand Marquis hold a lot. Yeah, they do. They have big trunks. I said, <clears throat> the back seat, I said, I, I had three really fat women in the back seat of my car one time. I said, they had to be 250 pounds each. And the guy says, yeah, it's like, or one big, or one Dick Raditz. I said, you know Dick Raditz? Oh, he used to listen to me and Dick Raditz on the radio station. So, good guy. And I told him about the podcast, and he said he's going to subscribe to the podcast. So that, uh. that's <clears throat> 55,001 subscriptions we have now. <laughs> did you get Way his, to go. Did you get his name? <coughs> Eddie. Eddie. Thanks, Eddie. Yeah, good guy. Were yeah. the rest of the pacemakers with him? No, Jerry and the Fuck. pacemakers. What was the thing? Eddie and the... Oh, cruisers. <laughs> Damn it. And they weren't even a real band. I know. I fucked it up. I'm All sorry. right, call up a Jerry and the pacemakers uh, karaoke tune. Go ahead. Just, just, to, just to test me on this. Is it Jer- a G or a J? J- G-E-R-R-Y. Don't do Ferry Cross the Mercy, though. You know, try to do what, what was the other? I you'll, like it. You'll never walk alone. I like no. it. And not, I like uh, how it. How like do it. you do it? How right do you there. do it? How yeah. do you do it? I, I can do that one. Ready? Which one? Uh, <laughs> how do you do it? I do. You right do there. There yeah, we go. <clears throat> See, this is how well I know. By the way, Eddie and the Cruisers, that was a movie about a fake band. I know. I know. Well, you know now, but you, uh, during the podcast, you just committed to well, not knowing. I got to say the production no, value. I said on the wrong thing. Oh, so you said the wrong thing. Oh, great. Well, if you were in a court of law and you said the wrong thing, what would happen? Perjury charges. Yeah. For you. Here we go. <laughs> How do you do what you do to me? I wish I knew. If I knew how you do it to me, I'd do it to you. Right in the belly button, Joe. How do you do what you do to me? I'm feeling blue. Wish I knew how you do it to me, but I haven't a clue. You give me a feeling in my heart, like an arrow passing through it. I suppose that you think you'd cut a fart, but won't you tell me how do you do it? All right, that's enough. That's enough. We, well, you know, what we're doing right. We're upstaging the, the the real karaoke act on this program, which is the fabulous Joe and Jerry. The that's production been... value on this show is awesome. It's, <laughs> it's really something. Well, that's because we're in a professional studio that's where right. many, many broadcast quality spots are produced. Oh, yeah. Right here, bands come in here before they before they make their first gold record. They they come in here and learn how to do it. How do you do what, what you, you do? do to me? Yeah. You see, uh, T-Bone was here on June 19th, 1999. Yep. You've had T-Bone. everybody from Louis Armstrong to Funkadelic in yep. here, yep. and they, they've all done well. Gold <laughs> records on the wall. They've, I can see them from here. Yeah, they've gone on to greater things. So if you ever need to record an album or a podcast, remember, Studio 30, uh, what is it? Club it's 39, yes. Oh, <laughs> jerk. What is it called? Club 39. Oh, no, I don't have that one on right now. This oh. is Because he was just karaoke. Yeah, oh, 
The fi- there it is. There it is. Club 39. The finest recording studio in all of Massachusetts. Live studio recording. <laughs> all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Make Yay. way for Joe and Jerry. What do you think? Huh? Let's you do it. Let's show and Joe and Jerry. They get you notice that they, they, they don't sell film anymore? Yeah. That makes this particular song obsolete. This is Paul Simon tune. Joe and Jerry on the Planet Mikey podcast, everybody. When I think back on all that crap that I learned in high school, it's a wonder that I can think at all. And though my lack of education hasn't hurt me none, Joe, I can read the writing on the wall. Go to Chrome. Yeah, they give us those nice, bright colors. They give us the greens of summers. Makes you think, all the world's a sunny day. Oh, yeah. That's Shaw's. I got a Nikon camera, Joe. Can't get rid of it. I love to take the photographs. So mama don't take my Kodachrome.